Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part two of our current series, War of the Kingdoms, Standing in Truth in These Desperate Times. And today, I'll pick up with the commentary that I began to share with you in our last segment, entitled, Satan's 13-Point Plan to Take Over the World. Satan, which means God's adversary and is another name for Lucifer, has been planning this global tyranny since before the world was formed. And he is violently purposed to succeed in this prideful mutiny at any cost. Even though he knows what the prophetic word of God is destined for him, he nevertheless is pushing forward with his diabolical plan. And as he violently works his nefarious deceptions, not only the world, but much of the church as well, has come under the spell of his manipulative maneuvers. And as we pick up with the commentary, Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world, we will understand more fully how this dread enemy operates in his schemes to rob, kill, and destroy, in order to bring the world and the people who occupy it under his control. But more importantly, how we as God's born-again offspring can resist him and stand firmly in victorious, truth-wielding power as we await the Lord's coming for us to catch us up together with him in the air before God's holy judgment befalls an unbelieving and rebellious world. They write, in investigation of Satan's most important strategies for the revelation of his kingdom, it becomes evident that he has a 13-point plan for the final deceit and takeover of the world. The implementation of this plan leads to such a distortion and misrepresentation of God's kingdom that humanity, which includes a large segment of the nominally Christian church, is becoming instrumental in the efforts to establish and reveal the alternate kingdom of Satan. They are doing it under the self-deceiving assumption that they are still involved with God's kingdom even though they have succumbed to the enemy's lies and have allowed the world to enter into their midst. This has produced a generic off-brand of Christianity that is not genuine Christianity at all. Satan's major battle is against the Bible and its unadulterated word of truth, which reveals God's plan of salvation for humanity through Jesus Christ the Lord as well as clear prophecies on what the future holds for the unbelieving world and its inhabitants. The subversive works of the kingdom of darkness are also uncovered in the Bible, as well as God's judgments over Satan and his kingdom. These divine truths stand out like a beacon of light in a darkened and sin-riddled world and refute everything that is contrary to that light, which reveals that, Jesus Christ, the living word alone, is the way, the truth, and the life, and that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, who by his written word guides us into the fullness of that divine reality. 
Satan, therefore, realizes that he must do away with the Bible as God's revelation of truth before he'll be able to institute his plans for an alternate faith. Once the pronouncements in the Bible have successfully been made questionable and distorted, any possible alternative meaning can then be ascribed to them, giving rise to a far-reaching transformation of thinking in support of a satanic New World Order. This new way of thinking, propagated by false prophets, is operating under a darkened spirit and is occurring even now in the following 13 areas. Number one, the truth of God's word is presented as a lie. Satan will not be able to reveal his kingdom to the world without resistance while there are still significant numbers of people who regard the Bible as credible. For that reason, he has been launching relentless attacks against the Bible throughout the ages. He does not want people to regard the Bible as the inerrant, inspired, and literal word of God, because those who do are not open to other convictions and will not become his followers as a result. The attacks launched against the Bible by deceived theologians are endless. They allege that the Bible is simply a compilation of books regarding religious and moral matters, conceived by human authors, and not God's word to humankind. They regard it as predominantly of a mythological nature, and therefore not historically authentic. Most of the biblical accounts are belittled as myths, including the creation account, or the revelation of spiritual warfare, as documented in Ephesians 6.12, where it is written, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Many of the statements on the person and attributes of Jesus Christ are described as mere speculation or wishful thinking such as the, in quotes, unscientific supposition of the virgin birth of Jesus, the belief that he is God, that he was resurrected from the dead, ascended to heaven, and that he will return bodily to the earth. Biblical prophecies pertaining to the end times and the second coming of Jesus are not interpreted literally or understood in a futuristic sense, but regarded as historical, symbolic, and allegorical, with only minimal value. Frighteningly, this is already taking place in the Church, where people, some who I know personally, have said that most of the Bible is allegorical and not prophetic in nature. The implication of the sustained campaign of subversion against the truth of God's Word, as revealed in His unadulterated Bible, is that the statements which true believers accept as literal and unchangeable truths are actually all lies. As far as the henchmen of Satan are concerned, there is no triune God, because according to them, Jesus was no more than an ordinary prophet, and therefore not God, whereby the crucifixion of Jesus Christ was simply a political act without any spiritual significance or eternal salvation power and because they deny any prophetic truth held in the Bible. There also is no heaven, no hell, or devil. There will not be an Antichrist, a great tribulation, or a literal battle at Armageddon. 
and thus the Lord will not physically intervene to remove true believers in the rapture before the time of judgment, when the tribulation period is launched. And there will not be a thousand-year reign of peace when the King of Kings, Lord Jesus the Christ, sits on his throne in majesty and in power. We have already reached the point at which deceived theologians are discrediting and rejecting these biblical truths on a large scale, which has provided access for the propagation of an unbiblical worldview within the church, in which Satan's false kingdom is gaining credibility. The truth of divine revelations has been replaced by the lies of Satan's kingdom, which are based upon imposture and counterfeits. Even more so than during the time of Isaiah, we are living in a religious environment which encourages people to backslide from the Lord, eventually denying Him and abandoning the truth of His Word. In Isaiah fifty nine twelve to 14 we read the prophet's lament. Our sins testify against us in transgressing and lying against the Lord and departing from our God speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Justice is turned back, and righteousness stands afar off, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. In the midst of saints' masterful counterfeits, the lie is not always easy to discern, especially for those who have no dawn or true spiritual enlightenment in truth. For this dread and cunning enemy offers his alternate kingdom in the name of God and also in the name of Christ, which are his manufactured impostors. His kingdom in its final form will be multi-religious, as the followers of all the false ways that have been orchestrated by him from the beginning of time will worship the Christ of the New World Order as one, including and especially Roman Catholicism which will be the root of this poisonous vine of lies and deceptions. The world will follow the counterfeit Christ as their conqueror and prince of peace and will laud him as their savior and lord. The lies and deceptions that are preparing the world for the appearance of Satan's right-hand man, who is known by the name Antichrist, have already been so strongly established in the traditional Christian world that the time for the planned revelation of Satan's counterfeit kingdom must be very near. The second strategy on Satan's 13-point plan to take over the world is the lies of the non-Christian religions are presented as truth. As the Bible loses credibility among apostates from the Christian faith, the doctrines and holy books of the non-Christian or pagan religions are gaining recognition and adherence. Various multi-religious textbooks which have been published by agents of Satan are being used for the training of teachers and give enthusiastic approval to the positive value of the non-Christian faiths. It is alleged that Westerners have lost their spirituality due to the immense impact of materialism on their lives, and as a solution to this problem, Christians are encouraged to adopt mystical techniques such as transcendental meditation from Eastern religions such as Buddhism and Hinduism in an effort to enrich themselves spiritually. 
yoga has become very popular in Christian circles, as have other New Age practices, such as the labyrinth walking and contemplative prayer. And in light of these postmodern reforms, traditional Christianity is regarded as narrow-minded, judgmental, and out of step with reality. At the extreme of these accusations, genuine Christianity is presented as being composed of lies and half-truths, while that which the Bible exposes as lies and camouflage Satanism have suddenly become acceptable practices and are regarded as discoveries that will take one into deeper truth. And the most tragic part of this scenario is that not only has this become the general mindset of the world as it looks at modern Christianity, but that of many who name themselves Christian as well. Beloved, we have reached a desperate time in the earth as God's prophetic word of truth is rushing this world toward its final climax, with the rapture being a heartbeat away. And knowing that his time is short, the enemy is attacking the Lord's born-again offspring as never before. Therefore, now more than ever, must we be on our guard with awareness of the schemes of Satan, and most importantly, to continue standing in truth with sold-out devotion to that truth, as our redemption draws near. And this is where we'll have to pause until next time. Please join me then, and as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.